Hello there and welcome to another episode of the Great Scots and Club podcast. First of all, I'd like to apologise. Due to my ridiculous schedule, we'll say. I've not, been, I've not been able to record an episode for the past few weeks. And I, that lies with me completely easy. I apologise, mate. I'm sorry. I don't bother, mate. Good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see you. I know. Uh, I, I thought you were dead. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> uh, listen, man. It's been it's been hectic, as as I'm sure you can understand. But I also uh, just I got I got a new puppy, and all mate, and he's absolutely running me ragged. I've I don't think I've got a pair of socks left, Keezy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what about yourself? What have you been up to? Same, mate. Absolutely nothing. Aye. Oh, oh, work, no play. Aye, that's it. It's a disaster, isn't it, man? Just need to get on me, don't you? And just I know. hope it comes to an end soon. I know, that's it. I think I've been outside <laughs> once since March. <laughs> <laughs> that was opening the door to the firehouse grill delivery, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, Keezy, what have we got in store for the listeners today? Well, today we're taking them back to... Uh, now, uh, the, the lockdown. Taking them back to a few months ago, before, before <laughs> we were all sellotaped to the couch. <laughs> this is the this is the new films that we've watched during lockdown, uh, and it's, it's recommendations for people to watch at home. I've got a I've I've watched a few few new movies through like your Netflix and your Amazon and stuff like that. I've watched a few old ones as well, but we're going to concentrate on the more the more recent movies. Uh, there's some great films on this list that people can watch. Majority of them are available, as you said, on streaming sites. And if the other ones you can even rent. I don't know about Aye. you, but I've spent about ten pence during this lockdown, so I was <laughs> alright renting a couple of films. Aye, so um, what's the first film we're going to talk about then? Sell one to make easy. Sell me a movie that I've not seen yet. Right, I'm going to start with... It's maybe the old downhill for this film, but it's a good one to start with. Um, Richard Jewell. Richard Jewell? Aye. Is that like two Richards fighting each other? (laughs) No, like Jewell as in like Diamond or... Oh, right, like Jewell. Right, okay. Like the country singer? (laughs) <laughs> they, aye. <laughs> uh, they, so Richard Jewell What's that um, about? It's about the uh, Atlanta 1996 Olympic Games The bombing Alright And he's a security guard that finds a bomb And it's all about his story And it's the guy that's in I, mean, I was watching the film right? I was like, I've seen him somewhere But I just don't know where it is and he's the older guy that's in uh, Cobra Kai. I know, I watched, I watched the last uh, episode of Cobra Kai today. And he, <laughs> he gets a job as a security guard and he comes out and starts kicking fuck out all the ways. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's all he's good for, security guards. <laughs> <laughs> he's typecast already. That's why we've never seen him in anything else before, because there's never been security guard movies. Buffy Paul Blart. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, he's he's brilliant in Cobra Kai, but he's phenomenal in the is Richard Jewell, and this is the one that Kathy Bates plays his mum, and she got nominated for an Oscar, 
and she's right. fantastic in it. Um, so it's about the bomb, and he finds the bomb, but then the FBI are looking into it, and then they they kind of say, "Wait a minute, who is this guy? Is he involved in it?" And that's what it's about. So he becomes a suspect. It becomes a it comes a it's a media witch hunt and all that. It's a true story, and it's a it's fantastic. Clint Eastwood directs it. Well, straight away, as soon as you hang me, as soon as you say Clint Eastwood's directing it, you know that it's going to be decent. Aye, and here's the, the biggest selling point for it. What? My, uh, my dad said it's the best film he's seen since the Shawshank. Right, okay. Right, so... <laughs> okay, it might be the only film he's seen since the Shawshank, but <laughs> still the best. <laughs> right, so I've added that to my favourites. I'm definitely going to watch that. I fancy that film. That's I do fancy that film. Um, and coming for Super Al. Aye. That is high praise indeed. Because <laughs> every, what is it he says? Every, when you tell him about a film, what's the, what's the first question he asks you? <laughs> is it as good as the Shawshank? <laughs> <laughs> and it reminded me of when I was in Atlanta with my mate Gary. Uh, no, you mean and it, it reminded a- you when you were in Jordan? And you were fucking getting, getting held hostage. <laughs> <laughs> no, when I was in Atlanta, me and Gary, there was a terrorist threat. ISIS had said they were going to bomb a Survivor Series. And that's why we were we were in Atlanta to, to see Survivor Series at the, the Phillips Arena. And it was a two-hour wait to get in through security. Um, I wouldn't have and Everybody was killing ourselves, right? But I think it was as if WWE went, right, you know what? Let's amp up the pyrotechnics, right? Honestly, me and Gary were as white as ghosts. <laughs> Diving behind chairs and everything. Especially when they had the Undertaker's entrance. God almighty. Oh, imagine, imagine Kane's, Kane's pyro. You get no warning of that in my arse would have been fucking through the floor. <laughs> But I, Did they get um, to talk about the Undertaker from Richard Jewell? <laughs> it, was a loose, it was a loose reason to talk about that story, but I thought it was quite good. What a segue. <laughs> <laughs> so I, Richard Jewell, get it watched. Brilliant film. Oh, tremendous. I've, I've literally just added it to my favourites. I'm going to watch it. So, um, what's, what's, the goal? what's next on the list? Hold on. Uh, I'm going to go for... Uh, Spencer Confidential, right? This is available on Netflix. It's a Netflix yeah. movie, and it's it stars um, Mark Wahlberg, and he's a cop who basically beats the living shit out of his his top officer because he catches him battering his wife. Right, and anyway, he goes to he goes to prison, and he comes back out of prison. And he's, it's all about him trying to clear his name. And it, this goes to mega high levels in the, in the department. I, guess, I think it's the Boston Police Department, I'm not sure. Um, but it's a, it's a brilliant film, it really is. And Mark Wahlberg's always good, but it's, like, it's kind of like a buddy cop movie. But it's a right. detective movie as well. And it, I, didn't, I didn't know what it was about going into it. I just seen Mark Wahlberg and I went like, fuck it, I'll get a go. And I, I stuck it on, and by the end of it, me and it was me and Keen that watched it. We both loved it, and right. uh, at the end of it, it kind of sets you up for the next one. 
I was like, oh, it looks like there's going to be a sequel. Then I found out it's a series of books or a series of uh, graphic novels or something like that that it's based oh, on. Really? There's loads of them, so hopefully uh, there'll be a few more going forward. I've just prejudged this movie as a Netflix Mark Wahlberg thing and just didn't even look into what it was about and just dismissed it. No, mate, but, it was good, man. Honestly, it was it was good. I didn't expect it to be good. Uh, I did read it. It's it like 80 million streams. Well, that's just a decent number in it, do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's nearly as good as one of my Facebook videos. We'll move on for anyway, we'll move on for Spencer Confidential. Um, have you got another one that I've not seen, Keezy? I'll, I'll pick one that's on Netflix. Um, it's for a couple of years ago, but it's kind of went under the radar. It's called Brian Banks. Oh, it's right. another true story. It's another true story. Um, this one's about uh, it's a guy. He's, he's the top mate, high school. Mate, you're not naming movies. You're just naming people. It's the next one, Rocky Balboa. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> so this one's about the true story. It's a, it's a guy that's a top class high school football player, right? And he's like all the big colleges are in for him. Uh, that Pete Carroll's a coach of a college team and he's after him at the time but then a girl accuses him of uh, rape and he gets he gets convicted of the crime and his life just goes downhill and it's about him trying to clear his name and overturn it so he can try and have a one last shot at the NFL and uh, Greg Kinnear plays the non-profit lawyer Yes, I love trying to get him to help him, and it's, I thought it was brilliant. Aye, is that a true story? Aye, true story, aye. You'll enjoy it, good good film. It kind of sounds along the same lines as The Hurricane uh, with Denzel Washington. That was a true story aye. as well. Uh, he got done for the murder, and uh, it took him X amount of years. It's, uh, it's exactly the same as uh, or similar to the film Just Mercy. And that's the one with Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx. Aye. And Michael B. Jordan's a non-profit lawyer that's trying to get Jamie Foxx off death row. And that's much darker, that one, but it's that's a that's a good film. I think that's available to rent just now as well. So that, that's, those, those two films are definitely worth watching. In fact, my mum said it was one of the best films she'd seen in a long time. What's your name, Brian? What? Uh, so the, the first one I was talking about was Brian Banks, but the other one is Just Mercy. Two similar films. Right, so Brian Banks goes on the favourites list and Just Mercy as well. Uh, is, Just, is Just Mercy available on Ice Cream? It, nah, it's available to rent now. Alright, okay. On Amazon, but uh, again, another good film, but Brian Banks is on Netflix. Get that watched. Right, okay, I'll do Right then, so, <clears throat> sorry, who else, who's, who else is in that movie? In Brian Banks? Aye. Uh, the guy that plays Brian Banks is Aldous Hodge. You might not know his name, but you'll, he was in, in fact, he was in The Invisible Man. He's the, now she goes to live with her pal and her husband. Aye. He's the husband. The right, right, aye. 
That's, that's actually a, a film I was going to talk about next, actually, The Invisible Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good segue there again, Keezy. Brilliant, mate. You're on fire tonight. Right, so, uh, The Invisible Man. It's your woman for um, A Handmaid's Tale. Guy. What's her, what's her name again? Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss, that's it. And um, she plays the girlfriend of this scientist guy who is really abusive and stuff. And at the start of the movie, it shows you her escaping from him. Right. Uh, he then uh, leaves his fortune to her and stages his own death. Aye. Aye. And, uh, but he's actually developed this suit that can make him invisible. And it's all about basically him terrorising her for the grave. And it's, like a me- it's a metaphor kind of for the domestic abuse kind of, kind of angle um, where even after somebody manages to get away from the person that's got them trapped, they've still got them trapped in the, inside their head, if you understand what I mean. Does that make oh, sense? Aye, aye, aye. Aye, aye. No, I know what you mean, Aaron. Uh, they don't have to be there to be terrorising you. Exactly. But this guy, this guy is there, though. But he's just aye, wearing aye. a suit that makes him invisible. So, <laughs> and then obviously it's about it's all about how he tries to distance her and and isolate her into her into herself and aye. make her think that she's going crazy. Aye, aye. It's, it's a superb take on the movie. Honestly, it really is. So obviously, much seen, so much better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was brilliant. Aye, it really was good. And the guy who plays the Invisible Man, where he's a bastard. Absolute bastard, but, <laughs> she's uh, fantastic in it as well. Aye, uh, she is. As I said to you at the time, I think it's been set up for a sequel. I don't know exactly how they're going to do it, but it's interesting. You know what I mean? Aye. Um, no, it's great. It's definitely a, worth a watch. Uh, it's available on... What's it's it available? What well, it was, was it, it never got into the pictures because of, what, because of the coronavirus. Aye. So they made it available straight away to... Rent, but it was twelve quid to rent. Fuck so, sake! I know. You're cheaper going <laughs> in the pictures. <laughs> oh, fuck sake! I know. Um, but that was because they couldn't, because nobody could go to the pictures to see it. That's they made it available right away. But it was twelve pound, and at that, and uh, I watched it. and I thought it was brilliant. I don't think it was twelve pounds worth to sit in my house and watch it, but it was still. still <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, but how long do you get? See when you rent it, how long do you get it for? Just until you've watched it. I think it's forty-eight hours. You've got a month right. to watch it. But as soon as you start watching it, it's forty-eight hours. Right, right. Oh, cool. I, I definitely recommend it, but it's a, it's oh, a better I, film. What you say is, it's a much better film than I thought it was going to be. I don't yeah. think it's. I think I think it's a fiver now. I think it's a normal rental price now because it's been for a wee bit. Aye, it will be. Um, but definitely worth it. What's the, what's the next one that you've got then? I'll go for another one that's available on Amazon Prime, just to, to, to stream for free. Uh, this one is Ready or Not. Right, what's that about? So this is, is that is, the one with the bird that's the absolute living image of Margot Robbie? Uh, she's like a... Because she came from home and away. 
What you gonna say? She's a pound shop, Margot Robbie. There, I seen your man. <laughs> You're a scumbag. You better cut that bit out. You better oh, cut out. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say it's similar to Margot Robbie that she came from home, home and away instead, whereas right. Margot Robbie came from neighbours. Right. Okay. There's right, no way she's a pound shop person. Anyway. She's a it's a million bucks. She's a she's an M and S. <laughs> a, a <That's> right. <laughs> so it's uh, Samara Weaving we're talking about. Um, she's marrying the man of her dreams, who's uh, in a wealthy family. And on the wedding night, they've got a they've got a tradition where they have to play a game. But it's the bride's choice. She has to draw a card, whatever the card represents, a game, and they have to play it. Right. But there's like one dodgy card that if you pick that, all hell breaks loose, and that's the one she picks. It's hide and seek. So she has to go and hide, and the whole family have to go and find her, and she's got to stay hidden until dawn. But the twist is that they've all got weapons, so they're hunting her down to kill her, and that's what it's about. And it's brilliant. It's great fun. What? Mental as well. Is that horror? <laughs> kind of horror, kind of dark comedy, yeah, it's it, it's brilliant. Ready or not, <laughs> I I, see, I think I seen the trailer for it, but I kind of I was like, that looks fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I was I genuinely was going to watch it because I like Margot Robbie, and and I found out <laughs> it wasn't Margot Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. It's ridiculous how similar they look, man. It, it, it I is, know. If you stood them together, you would swear they were sisters, 100%. Oh, man. She's good as well, though. She is good, Tamara Weaving. Um, definitely worth a watch. It's it's kind of like a Battle Royale type of film, isn't it? Like, I actually watched some... I watched, this is going back a few years, right? But I just want to put it in there, because you just mentioned Battle Royale. I watched, the other night, I watched The Condemned with Stone Cold <laughs> Steve Austin. Uh-huh. Mate, that's a good film. Oh, honestly, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That is a good film, and it's available to watch on Prime, right? Uh, Amazon Prime. Right. And people won't have watched that. They won't have no. watched it, right? See if you've got a chance. Watch it. Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vinnie Jones, right? And it's kind of like Battle Royale. What is is there's these 10 people who are on death row. Aye. And uh, they all get they all get put into a com what a commune kind of thing a big massive commune in the jungle and there's uh, camera crews and all that and whoever is the last man standing at the end gets their freedom. Aye. So it turns out that Stone Cold is actually an FBI agent who went to prison in another country uh, for. And he never gave himself up as an FBI agent because he was undercover. So he's done three years or a year in prison, but he gets. Uh, they've got a seven foot Arab guy in this prison, and <laughs> the, the guy, the guy who's making this TV show, wants to recruit this big monster for his show. So they put these guys in, and they're filming this big monster guy just killing these people. And then they throw Stone Cold in. 
and they say, right, you attack him, and Stone Cold's like that, no, no way. They say, you attack him, no. And then they un they unchain the big king. So the guy walks <laughs> over, Stone Cold does him in two digs, kills the guy, Stone dead, right? So they, they recruit Stone Cold instead. And uh, they go to, <laughs> they, go to, they fly him to the island and, and it's all about, mate, some of the way, the way some of the people die in it and all that, some of it's quite grim as well. Yeah, like, yeah. A, I watched it recently as well. Every, every bad bastard gets a payoff. It's one of the uh, ones where, yeah, it's <laughs> tremendous, man, honestly, it really is. It's a brilliant film and I know it's what I said, we were talking about the more recent movies, but I'd, I just because you mentioned Battle Royale, it just brought it fresh into my memory, and I don't know what's it the other night. So, worth mentioning, definitely. Aye, so um, ready or not, and the condemned with Stone Cold Steve Austin aye. and uh, Pound Shop Margot Robbie. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to the we'll go on to the next film, then, Keezy. We want to give another one of yours. I will. Actually, it's kind of similar to the two as well as The Hunt. So this, uh, you heard of this one, The Hunt? No, who's in it? It's, it's nobody really that famous. It's like a lot of like, famous TV stars, but it was controversial in America because it kept getting, it was supposed to get released, but it kept getting put back because of all the gun violence. Right. And it's about uh, rich people flying out 10 bottom of the ring society people to an island to chase them and shoot them and kill them. So it's, again, it's the same sort of idea. Uh, but it's brilliant. Oh, I thought it was great. Uh, it's like, basically, like they're, hunt, they're hunting humans. It's like, it's like a human safari kind of thing. Aye, aye. <laughs> right. I bet you shit <laughs> like that goes on. Right? <laughs> I'll bet you any money shit like that goes on. And I'll tell you something else. No, in fact, I better not say it because we'll end up in the fucking jail if I say that. El <laughs> 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 Donnie's had a go at it. <laughs> 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 and they, it wouldn't surprise me. Oh, uh, it's a fucking stick on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's what it's about. It's, just, it's the same idea as the other films. It's another good watch, man. Definitely. Aye. I, um, as I said, it was controversial in America, but it finally got released, and that, I thought it was good. Aye, that's that was the hunt you said, aye. Aye, right, okay. But that's just that's available to rent as well, though. But I think you wait a couple of months and you'll get these for nothing. I bet we're talking about films that folk can watch you now. They are fiver. <laughs> Fair five on your tramps. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so uh, <laughs> we'll move on for the hunt. Uh, we're going to talk about a film that I watched, and I, I think I suggested it to you, and I think you watched it as well, Keezy. Um, Chris Hemsworth at his, at his action packed best. Um, this <laughs> one is called The Extraction. No, sorry, Extraction, it's called. When did you make it us? I loved it. Oh, brilliant. Just uh, leave your brain at the door and just enjoy it's Chris Hemsworth killing 50 million people. It's <laughs> a million, 100 mile an hour for the minute. Aye. 
it starts in it. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. no, again, this is this has done a hundred million streams. Everybody's been watching this. I think half million. of them were me. <laughs> oh, me and me and Sammy watched this, and like I said, it's it's not normally her sort of film, right? But it was there's that many twists and turns, man. You couldn't look away from it. it Aye. just so many different. You, you think one thing and then just thought the complete fucking office. <laughs> I loved it, man. I thought it was tremendous. Was really really good. Yeah, I really loved action. the wee guy in it. The wee guy that the, the wee guy that gets kidnapped. He was brilliant. And at the start, that scene when he gets kidnapped, that is. Oh, I fucking hell, man! You honestly, you. Yeah, could that be some film that? <laughs> 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 He's blown to bits, he's shot to bits, and he still looks a million bucks. I know, I know. <laughs> he's like the modern day Patrick Swayze. <laughs> <laughs> he bloody wishes. <laughs> if I was Patrick Swayze, that film would have been five minutes long. <laughs> ah, there he's there, right? One you. <laughs> And he's there, roundhouse kick. <laughs> hey, more up the road. <laughs> ah, we do love this Swayze, don't we? Oh, aye. <laughs> so, aye, Extraction is available on Netflix. Um, a hundred percent, get a watch, man. It, like Keezy says, leave your brains at the door and just enjoy it. It's no, in fact, you need your brain because quite it's. Quite complicated at times. <laughs> I had to pause it and go and get it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's, it's good. Definitely brilliant film. Aye, get a watch. Yeah, so what's your next one then? I better pick one that's available for free. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Keezy, Money Man McKee. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go for something more um, light-hearted or... Maybe it's not actually. It's uh, it's on available on Disney, uh, the new Disney Plus, is it? Aye. Streaming site. Um, this was a casualty of the coronavirus. It was only in the pictures for a week, so that's why it's available for free. And now the the it's called um, Onward, and it's the latest right. Pixar one. It's a uh, it was split opinions, but I thought it was absolutely brilliant. I went to the pictures to see it. It's about uh, two brothers. Um, the younger brother is his birthday. But it's set in like a wizarding world where they no longer use their magic powers because human inventions are better. That's kind of what it is, right? And he, so he's on his 16th birthday and he gets a, a special present and it's from his dad who died when he was like three months old. And it's a magic staff that he can use to bring his dad back for 24 hours. So, but it doesn't work properly and only the bottom half of him comes back. So they need to spend in it. So that's what it's about. It's about them trying to find a uh, magic that no longer exists. They go on this journey to try and, so they can spend more time uh, on the la our last day with his dad. And uh, I was at the pictures and they... Uh, uh, I was bawling my bloody eyes out of it. 
<laughs> it's Tom Holland and Chris Pratt are the voices. Oh, uh, it's for fuck fuck it. I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> but it's on definitely is one of the main reasons for getting the Disney Plus. I would say. I think that never get the release that it deserved, man. It sounds like a good film. It's Pixar's first bomb because of that. I mean, it's not really in it, is it? Do you know what I mean? No, it shouldn't shouldn't be it through no fault of its own. Aye, well, they'll be covered with the Disney Plus subscriptions anyway. They'll not really have lost any money. You know what I mean? The next one I want to talk about is uh, The Irishman. Have you seen it? Still haven't seen it. What is wrong with you, man? I voted this my movie of the decade. I think. <laughs> did I? No. <laughs> what did I vote for? The Joker. Fucking Joker. Right. You're fucking right, I said The Joker. The Joker was <laughs> well better than this. <laughs> Aye, so The Irishman. Uh, Martin Scorsese. Robert De Niro. Al Pacino, Joe Pesci. <laughs> I mean, they're all Stephen, there. Stephen Graham. Off. The reason it's putting me off is the length of the film, which is absolutely, it doesn't make any sense. Well, somebody, somebody uh, posted how he split it into four. Aye, aye. And it's like 40, four, 40 minute episodes or something like that. It works out, up, aye, aye. I think. Yep. And, uh, it's like basically just watching a mini series if you do it that way. So it, uh, you should try it that way, man, because it, it's brilliant. I watched it in two sittings. I think it took me, right. but it, it really was good. It was it was a really really good film. Uh, right. What do you expect with that cast and that oh, director? What my thinking is, it's only going to go one way, isn't it? Exactly. Exactly. What are you thinking? Get it watched, man. <laughs> right, I've added your suggestions. Get it, get it watched, all right? Promise you. Watch you that and I'll watch Richard Jewell. In fact, <laughs> you watch that and I'll watch Richard Jewell and Brian Blessed or Brian. whatever the fuck it was called. <laughs> right? Because, you, because was... the Irishman's on for so long, I'll watch two films. Right, right. <laughs> right. I was going to do a Brian Blessed impression there, but. <laughs> I love to hear the story, <laughs> story about uh, my old manager and my work. No. <laughs> she went down to her um, auntie's house, right? Uh, down south somewhere for the holidays, right? When she was younger. And uh, the next door, the next door, house next door gets sold. And next thing, all these uh, worries turn up, putting all this stuff into the house and all that. and a few days later, they get a letter through their door. I uh, would like to invite you over um, to my house for dinner. I'm, the, I'm your new neighbour at number such and such. Uh, hope to see you there. They turn up. It's only fucking Brian Blessed that's moved in, isn't it? <laughs> no, all, sitting, all sitting around a dinner table having dinner with Brian Blessed. Imagine <laughs> the stories you would have got out of him. Oh, that would have been brilliant. Gordon's alive! <laughs> have another wine, Brian. What was it you were saying there? And I'd have been, you would have got him to shut up, man. I know. I know. I'd have been, Robin, Robin Hood's da. Brilliant. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, aye. <laughs> aye, so, 
Tell us about Robin Hood again. <laughs> he probably can't even remember he was in it. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, mate. I fucking didn't remember he was in it. <laughs> Aye, so anyway, sorry, getting back to the movie, it's it's told in four stages. Um, it's the first movie really to use this kind of deep fake facial aye, aye. changing software when it makes Robert De Niro and Al Pacino and Joe Pesci and all that look like they did back when they were in like, the Goodfellas and stuff like that. Aye, aye. And it takes you through four different sections, so right up until the age that they are just now. Right, so it's uh, the Irishman's a movie about uh, Frank Sheeran, that's Robert De Niro's character. Um, he, was a, he was a hitman for, for the mafia, basically. Um, right. ex, ex-military, uh, comes out, can't get a job or anything like that. Um, just by chance, he, he gets a job as a delivery man, um, then he starts ripping off the company that he's working for. Uh, he gets... I think he gets caught, but he doesn't gear up uh, the, the people that he's selling the stuff to. And then he gets introduced to Joe Pesci's character, um, who he, he plays a, a guy called Russell Buffalino, right. uh, who is one of, the, one of the top men in the mafia. Uh, and he kind of hires De Niro's character. He does heavy work for him. Um, right. And then they, it shows you their relationship throughout the decades. And uh, Al Pacino plays Jimmy Hoffa, who was the leader of the Teamsters back in America oh, yeah. when it was the, the union leader, uh, who was basically, he, he ran everything, basically. Uh, but he needed uh, some protection. They struck, they struck up a friendship with, with the Nino's character. And it's, right. it's then all about how... Jimmy Hoffa's body was never ever found, and uh, Robert De Niro's recount recounting the story about how he killed Jimmy Hoffa. Uh, it's just that it's what did it sound good? It's a masterpiece, mate. It's told for Robert De Niro as a as a well, a geriatric. He's right. it's him telling the story from the minute he met Joe Pesci's character, and then introduces him a. Yeah, Jimmy right. Hoffa, and then all of the stories about how uh, he then started to run for governor and stuff like that. And it was honestly, it was just it's another one of the ones where I spoke about earlier that if I didn't know that it was a true story, you would think it was a wee bit over the top. But what a film! If you see if you like mobster stuff and mafia stuff, and if you're into that sort of thing, then. This is definitely a film that you need to watch. It is on for four hours, but it doesn't feel like four hours. It, it, that's that's as big a compliment as I can pay it. It feels as if you're watching a movie for about two and a half hours. Fair enough, right. I promise you I'll watch it. Right, okay. Right. So <laughs> you're, you're next then. Go a bit light-hearted again. What do you mean again? That last one would have tore the heart out you. I know, so weird. It's the that's one, Bambi. <laughs> but see, uh, <laughs> uh, th- this one, this one is a comedy. It's for uh, it's a family film. It's My Spy. Right? Oh, and is that one with Batista? Aye, 
Hi. Yes, tremendous. And he's uh, he's brilliant in it again. I think Batista's great. So but he plays a a CIA agent, and he he gets demoted to do just surve- surveillance work on like a family. Uh, and the wee lassie <laughs> spots him in about two minutes. So she she blows his cover right away, and that's what it's about. She's bribing him uh, that she's going to tell him that she knows about him, or he gets her. He teaches her how to be a spy for her keeping for her keeping Stu. And it's uh, it's funny, man. It's a good it's a good baby family uh, film. It's on um, Amazon Prime, isn't it? Aye, aye. I'm going to watch that. It's good, man. It's a bit daft as well, but ah, uh, good. Well, you good say that. I think, Big, I think Big Batista's a brilliant comedy film, man. Like, aye. See, see uh, when he plays Drax, he's so funny. Oh. So, so funny. Definitely. So that's, that's uh, a good one to watch. Um, right, the next one I want to talk about, I think you watched this one as well, actually, Keezy. Uh, Babysitter. Aye. It's, it's a you, Netflix movie, isn't it? Yeah, it's on Netflix, aye. 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 I, wa- I watched it a while ago, but like you said, this is one that uh, people have slept on. Definitely. Aye. It's, aye. It was way, way better than I expected it to be. Aye. It's like Home Alone, but like, <laughs> with murders in it. Aye. And, uh, and who's in it? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. Uh, I don't want to call this because I would never call it. But because you thought I was going to call it earlier, it's Pound Shop Margot Robbie. So it's Samara Weaving again. Aye. So it is. No. Um, uh, the wee, the wee guy, he's fourteen, but he's still got a babysitter. But he doesn't give a damn because it's Samara Weaving. Uh, he's in love with her. Aye. And uh, that's what it's about. He pretends to go to sleep and then. Sneaks up to see what she gets up to when he's asleep, and <laughs> it's not what anybody's expecting. <laughs> well, I don't, I, I don't know how we can talk about this movie without, without uh, ruining the plot. To be honest with you, uh, I know. It's, <laughs> well, you see, it's no, it's kind of, it's kind of like from dusk till dawn. You start Aye. off, you start off watching a movie. You're like, all right, all right, and then it just takes a fucking one eighty turn, and you get <laughs> no idea where it came from or anything like that. And you know, what I will say is, it, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was Aye. original. I, I thought it was funny, really funny in times. Right. Um, it had it had me shite myself a wee bit at times and all when I was watching it. And, uh, <laughs> you're like, oh no! Do you know what I mean? And I liked, I liked all the characters. And I saw that. Aye. Like, like uh, her, the babysitter's boyfriend. You you like him? Aye. It's you don't want to see anything bad happen to him. And it's, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Unfortunately, maybe something does. I don't know. You'll need to watch it to find out. But, <laughs> If you like, if you like horror movies, if you like like eighties like films, isn't it? Aye, it's it's really eighties kind of orientated. It's a, it's brilliant. Just get a watch. Aye, <laughs> it's, it's brilliant one. 
brilliant. That's a good one. Uh, so what's your next one then? Uh, I'm going to go for one of the biggest underdogs in movie history, I would say. Right? Universal Soldier 2. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm calling it that because when the trailer came out, it got absolutely slaughtered. And it's Sonic the Hedgehog Bye. the movie. Aye. Actually, I recommended this to you and I've not even watched it yet. <laughs> it's a bit, it's definitely more aimed at kids, but the nostalgia's there as well. Um, and Jim Carrey's uh, Jim Carrey, he's back to his best, I think, is Robotnik. Aye. I thought it was pretty Is I think it's because you're expected to be absolutely terrible and it's not. And it's made a fortune as well. Aye, but the, luckily that got in there before COVID. That got a cinematic Aye. release. Aye. But that, no, it's just, if you've got kids in that, watch it with them. They'll, they'll enjoy it. It's, it was well better than anybody could ever have hoped it to be. Well, that's a that's a glowing <laughs> a glowing report. Uh, you know me, I'm a I'm a big Jim Carrey mark, so I I, I really should be watching that movie. To be honest with you, I love Jim Carrey. He's like pantomime stuff. He's back to what he's he's best at, like over the top bad guy, and he's perfect like, yeah, for it. He's a good one, yeah, you know. Aye, aye, that's I'm def- I'm cl- I'll watch that with Keen. I think he'd like to watch that. Aye, um, definitely. If I can manage to get him to sit down for five minutes, man. <laughs> what a boy. Right, <laughs> so uh, we'll move on to that. And the next one, again, I think this is another one that you've watched on Okeezy, um, is Searching. Aye, oh aye. So Searching, um, I, I actually thought, the whole time I was watching this movie, I thought it was a true story. So I, I don't know why, I just, I was convinced it was a true story. I found out obviously that it wasn't, but it seems like something that could happen. You know what oh, I mean? definitely, aye, aye. And the way it's filmed and made as well. Aye, it's done, it's, it's all done through, as if you're watching social media. Aye. It, it's, it's really good, man, it's an original way of doing it, it's, Sort of a, like I found a new, a new kind of angle on the found footage kind of genre Aye. movies, and it's all about a guy who is a single dad because his his wife died. Am I right? Aye. Mm-hmm. His wife died, and uh, he's a single dad who left a daughter, a young, a teenage daughter. I think she's about sixteen, seventeen, because she can drive, Aye. so she must be on about that age, and mm-hmm. and. She goes on to this, uh, this streaming site. She goes on to this. I know, it's, I know it's basically it's, she disappears, and then the cops are saying, "Look, you, you need to tell us everything you know about your daughter." And then he realizes he doesn't know anything about her. Aye. Uh, so he he hacks all her social media to find out what the hell she's been doing. And that's what it's kind of to Aye, try and track he her. Find, well, obviously the last he's gone missing, so. The dad's trying to uh, piece it all together through her social media, like you say, like her Facebook and everything. And um, she's a cheerleader, but she never turned up for practice. And then like, he, he goes on to her laptop and she's got all these messages, where are you, where are you, blah, blah, blah. Aye, aye. And he starts to put it all together. And it's a, it's a, 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 a web of deceit. 
uh, you don't know where the film's going and you don't know what's happening. And I know. I don't I, I just thought it was, I thought it was a... just going to be what, one of these films. Like, I've seen it a million times, uh, but it wasn't like that at all. It, was just, it felt brand new and uh, I was glued to it. Did you know who the dad was? Uh, John Cho. Aye, John Cho. Do you know who he was before? I only know him for Star Trek. <laughs> he was uh, the MILF guy in American Pie. <laughs> MILF guy. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I, that was, I don't know if that was the character's name, but you see the guy, he's like, dude, that chick's a MILF talking about Stifler's more. <laughs> like, that's him. That's and, his whole role in American Pie. I, I think he's actually called MILF guy. Look it up. <laughs> what I'm telling you, mate, look it up now. Look it up. I mean, he said he has had a pretty good career, John Cho, but let's see what he was. <laughs> Milf guy number two. <laughs> Milf guy, I told you. Who played Milf guy number one? <laughs> Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, uh, don't know, but Milf guy number two, that's brilliant. No, <laughs> this, is a, this is a really good film, it's a pure... Well, it's like a murder mystery. It's honestly, oh, and it, again, it's a social commentary on the dangers of social media, which Aye. you know I think sometimes isn't isn't. And again, it's isn't focused on enough. Aye, again, it's just a film that went under the radar. Again, it's a couple of years old, but but it kind of just got a life of its own on Sky with people watching it and worth the mouth. And it did it did really well in America actually. I think right. it made uh, eighty million on a eight hundred thousand budget. Fuck, that's not bad. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely worth watching. Eighty million on an on an eight hundred thousand budget. Aye, it's rare these days, isn't it? Aye, it's a hundred and one job. Brilliant. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, that's the film. Anyway, um, is Another one that's available on Amazon, uh, and I think, again, it was like, we're getting it out a lot sooner than we would have, and it's 21 Bridges. Is that, Michael, is that Michael B. Jordan? No, it's the, it's the Black Panther. Uh, Chadwick Boseman. Aye, Boseman, Chadwick Boseman. Aye. Aye, it's, it's uh, him. Uh, what it's about, it's... Uh, Two guys rob a wine bar. They go to steal uh, cocaine. But uh, a few cops turn up and all hell breaks loose. And uh, so Chadwick Bosman's the, the, the detective in charge because a couple of cops get killed. And he's in charge of solving the crime and getting these two guys that done it. So they close the 21 bridges in and out of Manhattan. And he's only got like until rush hour to, to find them in the morning and that's what it's about uh, and it takes a few twists and turns it's a bit predictable but it's what a good film again aye not a good aye. one but did you not tell me you wanted to slate this one no 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 what was the one you wanted uh, to slate uh, there was two one was uncut gems <laughs> right I, 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 uh, 50, uh, 12 minutes or something I lasted for this film Adam Sandler is even more annoying in this film than any other ok he's doing a good he's, he's 
is probably his best performance, right? But being the best Adam Sandler performance doesn't mean you say you're going to get an Oscar nomination. I don't think you should have been. I can't believe it was even getting talked about. I didn't get this film at all. Um, but other people might watch it and love it. And I, a lot of people are, are really liking it, aren't they? Have you seen it yet? No. I've not seen it yet, but I think, you know, my views on Adam Sandler, mate, I think we're about to go around a few rounds of boxing here. <laughs> I, like, I like Adam anyway, Sandler. Well, I will say is, Sammy, I fully agrees with you. She can't watch Adam Sandler because he puts on the fucking ridiculous voices. Aye, it's, voice. it's, it's the one voice that he does for everything. I know. Do you know what I mean? So he slightly modified the voice for this role, but it's still annoying. It annoyed me that I had to turn it off. Uh, I've not watched any Netflix one. This was the closest I got to it. And, nah, <laughs> not for me. He turned it off. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. That's a damn that, indictment because you watch some shite. So, <laughs> but he say that you turned off a film, it must be garbage. Is it tripe? Is it <laughs> I think it is deserving of the word tripe. Oh, God. <laughs> Uncut gems. Fuck. I bet you recommended it by loads of people too. I think you'll maybe like it. I think maybe I was just in one of my moods that day, but <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like it. <laughs> but the other one I was going to say is getting people love it. And I, I watched it thinking I was going to love it, and it was a gentleman. I, what's that about? Who's in it? Tell me. It's the, it's the gangster movie, Guy Ritchie. She's returned to that. All right. And it's Matthew McConaughey. He's an American gangster. And it's uh, Hugh Grant. And he is annoying the hell out of me in this film. Oh, man, I don't, I don't even... I know. I... Tell me, does he plays? Does he basically play the character that he plays in Mickey Blue Eyes? Except, ink. he's like a he's a, a gay gangster guy. No, he's a he's a is he a journalist? He's a pain in the ass in it anyway. He's murder. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting he's perform. Everybody's saying oh, it's his best performance in years, but oh, he's so annoying. He's his only perform performance in years. <laughs> The guy's done nothing since Notting Hill. <laughs> oh no, he gave love actually, in fact. He done love actually, didn't he? Oh, I saw he did, aye. Um, but this was like, you know how he like lock, stock and snatch the pattern, it was brilliant. Aye. And, and the, the, the pattern in this is rotten. It just falls flat in its ass. It's not cool, it's not clever. Nah, I didn't, I didn't get it. Uh, no. No. The lock, stock, and snatch were so good because of the actors that were in them. To be honest, with you. you know what I mean. And like, see, maybe if you had the actors playing the roles in this movie, you would get a better I mean, movie. You know, what I mean? Matthew McConaughey was pretty good in it. He was Matthew McConaughey, fucking brilliant and everything. Yeah, he was good, and Colin Farrell's good in it as well. But I, I just it fell flat for me. I, Know who I hate? The guy that's in it, and he was in that King Arthur trait. Uh, Charlie Hunman or something. Charlie Hunnam. 
he's murder. Does, does he do another 150 different accents in the one movie? Ah, he's all over the place. Ah, he's one he's of the fucking crap, isn't he, man? But I've got to be honest with you, I fucking love uh, Sons of Anarchy and I love him in Sons of Anarchy, but he's shy in absolutely everything else I've seen him in. <laughs> he, uh, he makes no exception for this film. Oh, he's so bad, isn't he? Honestly. <laughs> what a fucking... Oh, he's shite. <laughs> my mate Jimmy Carr, uh, not not the fucking comedian Jimmy Carr, but my mate Jimmy Carr uh, met Charlie Hunnam in LA, uh, just walking along the street, and the guy that Jimmy was with was like, ah, there's fucking Charlie Hunnam for Sons of Anarchy. Jimmy's like, ah, who? <laughs> Please, he's like, no fucking idea who he is. He's like, listen, just get a photo of him, trust me. Get a photo of him. He's like, all right. He's got a photo of him, he had no fucking idea who he was. <laughs> I'd probably be the same, actually. But, um, I, again, you'll, you'll probably watch it at some point and you might like it, but I, I, was, I didn't like it. Thank you, so we'll move on for that then. And what's your next movie? Uh, next one is it's another one that's on Sky and it's I think it's maybe a couple of years old and it's just again it's been under the radar and nobody knows about it and it's called The Intruder um, this is about a young couple that buy a house for Dennis Quaid uh, but then he just keeps turning up <laughs> and mean? just it just it just keeps it, it's like a the, the two of them are in their, li- their living room and they hear the, somebody cutting the grass and they look outside and it's Quaid cutting the grass. <laughs> and he's and cutting the grass for them? <laughs> starts off wee things like that and then it just keeps turning up and uh, like, ah, and it's all about well, what is this guy's game? What, what What's happening here? Is he a psycho? Is he just a lonely man? What's happening? He just keeps annoying them and annoying them and they just keep building and it's like Pacific, what was that? Pacific Heights in the eighties in unlawful that they type of in like a fatal attraction that type of film. It's like a new version of the one of their films, and it's much better than anybody would ever have thought. Uh, he's brilliant in it. Quaid's great in it, and it made a fortune in America for some reason, and nobody <laughs> knows why. Nobody knows how it's happened. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's Quaid in it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we knew the only two like Quaid. Really, <laughs> what? Fucking made up no. eighty million quid. I, he sure showed me. Good <laughs> on him. <laughs> Mine that Las Vegas program he was in. Aye. Aye, I came up with that. Aye. What a pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, it's fucking hell, man. It's like a cowboy movie in the Las Vegas, man. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, aye. Right, but I think he's good to take it, aye. Aye, aye. It's a really good film. He's the only one that you would, that you would know. The other actors are pretty good, but they're not famous or anything. Uh, good film. Aye. Intruder, right. I think I added that Don't to my favourites. You, you spoke to me about that earlier, so I think I've added that to my... My favourites as well. Uh, what's that available on? So on the uh, now TV or Sky, Sky Cinema. Yeah, okay, dope. So that's that Addy then. Um, the next one I want to talk about is uh, Bombshell, which is uh, it's got Nicole Kidman. Uh, 
that he'll Margot Robbie. <laughs> um, and it's got who's the other one? Uh, Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron, Nicole Kidman, and Margot Robbie. And these Aye. are three women that work at Fox News. Aye. And it's all a bit uh, Richard. What's hey, Roger, Roger Ailes. Roger Ailes, aye, uh, who basically was a beast. Uh, John Lithgow, sorry, plays Roger Ailes. Aye. And John Lithgow is tremendous. Man. Nice. He's, nah, he's fantastic. He's, <laughs> he's one of the ones that anything he's in, he's brilliant in, even if the thing that he's in is shite, if you know aye. what I mean. Right? Definitely. And, but this is one of his better performances because... The guy, he, oh my God, the guy makes your skin crawl. Aye. He's such a horrible, horrible guy. And this Aye. is a true story. Aye. Oh, I mean, this, this actually happened. This isn't fucking made up. It's also, it's kind of, it runs parallel with the the Apple TV series with Steve Carell. And it is basically the same story oh aye aye you know what I mean I it's, thought you were going to mention that because they did the TV show about Roger Ailes the loudest voice aye. and Russell Crowe he's phenomenal as well and but the what I was saying is it seemed to me I kind of felt after I watched Bombshell that the story that on the Apple TV thing with Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston was oh, aye, aye. A complete rip off of this story. I, I genuinely do think that, and it is. But although I enjoyed both of them, I really did enjoy uh, the movie a lot. Aye. I thought all of the the main actresses were absolutely superb. But John John Lithgow does definitely. He he does steal it. He steals it. Aye. He's, it's fantastic, isn't it? You would love the, the proper TV show about it, The Loudest Voice, with Russell Crowe and Naomi Watts. Aye. That that, goes, that delves deeper into it and brings in the other guys in Fox News a bit more as well. Obviously, it's an eight-part TV show, so they can do more, and it's, it's phenomenal. just shows you what a, what a bastard Roger Ailes was. Aye. Stuart made a good point about this. Um, in, this in the film, in the bombshell... He's Roger Ailes' wife's played by Connie Britton. And right. in the TV show, she's played by Sienna Miller. Uh-huh. Uh, and Stuart says, uh, seen a photo of Roger Ailes' wife in, in real life. He says that's the equivalent of me getting played by Brad Pitt and George Clooney. Guy <laughs> 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 Bombshell. Another good film worth watching, isn't it? Aye, 100%. And I, I think that's coming on Sky soon. I think that's yep, coming on Sky. it will be. Right, so uh, we'll move on to uh, Bombshell. So what's your next one, Keezy? The next one I've got is Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Uh, it's a Taika Waititi film, isn't it? Aye. Uh, he, I think he, did he write it? He directed it? Aye, and he stars in it as well. Aye. I, I love Taika Waititi. I think he's brilliant. Aye. And he's, he's just... He, he, plays, he plays Hitler. He, play, he plays Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> so that's no, you, need, you, need, you need to qualify Aye. that statement, Keezy, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so it's about a small boy in uh, Germany during the war 
and his imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler, and he's the wee boy who doesn't know any better is like Nazi daft. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's Nazi, Nazi daft. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start again with this one. <laughs> oh no, I'll keep man. <laughs> I'm keep on, man. <laughs> right, right, so. Right, so he plays Hitler, who's the wee boy's imaginary friend. Aye. Right, and what sort, of, what sort of hijinks do they get up to? Uh, they get up to uh, all sorts, and uh, he joins like a, a camp, like a, not Hitler youth, but like, two levels below that, and, uh, and it's about... Hitler, doing... Hitler under 11s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good stuff. <laughs> so, um, Scarlett Johansson plays his, his mum. Right. And she's fantastic in it. Uh, she was nominated for an Oscar. Uh, what, my new favourite actor, who I forgot to mention, is in Richard Jewell. He plays Richard Jewell's lawyer, uh, Sam Rockwell. And oh, he's in Sam this as well. Sam Rockwell is tremendous. Brilliant, man. He's fast becoming one of my favourites, uh, and he's he's great in this as well. Um, I was, it's I, I don't want to say too much about the film. It's basically, that's it's set in during the war in Germany, and the wee boy, he's imaginary friends with Hitler, and it's all the things that's going on about the war. Right, and it's, uh, it's a good film. It's it's watch? sad, funny, crazy. Bye. Bye. It sounds good, man. Um, but what do you call it? The next one, I, this is the last one that I've got on my list, mate. And I threw it to you last week. Just as a throwaway statement, didn't I? Um, I was like, Aye. Aye. Oh, I've, I watched a film, uh, an eight, a film that was set in the 80s. It's called this, it's the summer of 86. And Casey's like, I can't find a damn thing about it. <laughs> and she's like, it's like, it's like the Goonies, but like, I don't know, it's like the Goonies, but it's um, like a slasher movie about what would happen to the Goonies if it was a horror movie. That's what it is. Me, it's I, the I, Goonies I, if it's a horror movie. Isn't it? Um, and it's just, it's brilliant. It's a, again, a, an unexpected one that I, I didn't expect I, to enjoy, but I, I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Um, and it's called the summer eighty four. Um, but I I couldn't. That's why Keezy couldn't find it because <laughs> I called it the summer eighty six. <laughs> uh, I highly recommend this one. It's brilliant. Again, you don't want to say too much about it, but no, it's basically it's... what happens is that a wee boy goes missing, and this group of friends of his decide that they're going to try and solve what's happened to him or where he's went to. Aye. And, um, and his his body turns up. Is that right? Yeah. It's none of their pals. It, that happens in the nearby town, but then it kind of comes out that there, there could be a serial killer nearby. Aye. 
Aye. And then that's when their imaginations run wild. Aye, but they, they, the city imposes a curfew and stuff like that, but aye, aye, aye. as they do, they then sneak out and they, they've got a suspect who they think it might be. <laughs> and they, start, they start to try and do a bad detective work and stuff, but then it kind of turns and it, there's, some, there's some brutal shit happens in this <laughs> movie, man. Some brutal <laughs> shit. And it, it's... This film, everybody should know about this. It should be so much bigger. Aye. I mean, uh, is is brilliant. It's everything you would want for people that love eighties movies. It, it, everything's there. Definitely, it's great. Definitely, it's that's why. Do you know what? I think that's probably it's it's in my, oh, are we going to do a top three of these? I'm not sure. Aye, <laughs> um, I, I will go for a top three of these. Eh? Aye, all right, okay. Have you got another movie? I've still got a uh, one to go. Is a uh, Togo. Togo. Togo, aye. Right. What's that? What's on, that it's on. It's on Disney Plus, and it's about. It's a uh, set in Alaska. It's a true story, right? It's set in Alaska in 1925, and it's Willem Dafoe, and uh, every kid in the small town that he lives in gets a deadly virus. I can't remember what it is. Right, but the antidote to the virus is 400 miles away. And and it's the, the worst weather ever. So the only way to get there is for him and his, his uh, sled dogs to do the, the full journey to get the the antidote. And that's what it's about. It's mostly about that. But then it, it goes back and tells you the story of the dog, Togo, the, his main dog. And what a story of, of this dog. What, what a life this dog had. Uh, is this a, a real life? Is this a real life aye, story? It's a, it's, a, it's a true story, aye. And uh, I just put it on again, just something to watch. I thought, this film's brilliant. I'm not even, I wouldn't even say I'm a big like, lover of dogs or anything like that, but it's one of my, it's a great film. Really much better than, than I thought it would be. Togo. And you, what a dog. What a bloody dog this is. Aye. <laughs> uh, right, so... We're going to do a top three of these ones then. Aye, let's go for a oh, top I'm three. Oh, I'm I forgot to talk about Doctor Sleep. Oh, aye. Sorry, um, just quickly I'll talk about it. I have spoken about it before, actually. It's the follow-up to The Shining. Oh, aye, aye. aye. It's called uh, Doctor Sleep. It's the story of um, Jack Torrance's son uh, for The Shining, who grows up to be Ewan McGregor. Um and he's still got the shining. Right. So but he drinks, he's an alcoholic and he drinks to to numb the shining, basically to stop himself from being able to see what's going to happen. Um but there's this young girl who turns out to be the most powerful to ever have it. And um she can connect to him. Uh, telepathically, right. um, and it turns out that there's a there's a gang, there's like a cult, and they're trying to kill her, or they're trying to, um, they're trying to, not kill her. Sorry, they're trying to like indoctrinate her into their group, and um, right. it turns out that she's more powerful than any of them except one, and, and this it's it's a, like the battle of her versus her, and then. To help, to try and help uh, 
Ewan McGregor's character comes in, but it's a brilliant film and it does a lot of nods to The Shining. Have you seen The Shining, Keezy? I've seen The Shining, aye. I I, so obviously you understand the whole, the whole like, aye, aye. thing about it, right? So it's have you watched this? No. No. Yeah, watch me. It's brilliant, honestly. You get it on Amazon. Um, it's not on Amazon Prime, but you get it on Amazon. You can give it a watch, mate. It. It's it's well worth it, honestly. I really enjoyed right. it. Um, it's a lot a lot to do with mind control and stuff like that. It's brilliant, and right. there's a lot. Right. Like right. I said, there's a there really is a lot of nods to the to the uh, original movie, and the actress who plays Danny's mum. Uh, what I can't remember the character's name. Uh, Jack Nicholson's wife in the first one. Aye, aye. Right, the actress who plays her character in this looks so much like her. It's uncanny True. as well. Really does look. At the start, there's a bit uh, where it's like a throwback to when the original movie was made. And the, the wee boy that they got to play Danny and the actress that they got to play the mum both looked so much like them, man, honestly. Aye. The eye. And there's a scene at the start, and it's a really quite unsettling scene at the start in the house, so that you know that that the shining's still with him as a kid. Aye. It's really quite unsettling, man. Uh, I, I definitely, definitely recommend you get a watch if you like the shining. Aye. It was actually, it was probably one of my favourite movies of last year. Right, okay, bloody hell. I've not heard a lot of people talking about it that much, but... Uh, Earl Sean loved it. And, right, you, okay. know, you know, he loved The uh, Shining as well. Well, that's a good... Aye. That's so, a recommendation you'll get then. Aye. And now uh, we'll give a wee shout-out to Maisie. Aye. Wee Maisie Halloween. arrived uh, a couple of days ago. Seen it, mate. Seen the 40s. She's an absolute cracker. Oh, brilliant, aye. An absolute toffer. So congratulations <laughs> to Sean and Ashley. Congratulations. On, on the arrival of Maisie, may you get a few hours sleep at least every night. <laughs> um, so we're going to move on to our top threes then. Aye, let's go for it. Right, okay. So in number three, what are you going for, Casey? I'm going to go for number three. I'm going to go for Togo. Togo, the dog. Aye. I love the film, but took me by surprise. Go for that, Togo. Right. Um, for number three for me, I'm going to go for... <laughs> I can't even believe the Irishman's not making my list, by the way. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for Extraction. Aye? Aye. I really enjoyed it, man. Me and Sammy sat and watched it. She loved it as well. Thought it was excellent. Good stuff. Good choice. What are you going for for number two? <laughs> I'm going to go for the uh, summer eighty four. Aye. Aye. For number two, for me, I'm going to go for uh, Doctor Sleep. Doctor Aye. Sleep in at number two. Aye, definitely. I nearly forgot to talk about it now. <laughs> right, uh, right. My number one film is. Uh, recent times is Richard Jewell the first one we talked about and that's that's my favourite brilliant film right I'm gonna go for 
I am, I think I'm quite cool for summer I eighty four. It was between that yes. that or Spencer Confidential, but I'd, oh maybe the babysitter. Ah oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like searching on all. Oh no, forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I'll go for. I uh, since you said somebody eighty-four, I think I'll say uh, Spencer Confidential. Right. Okay. I'll definitely watch that one then. But uh, I'm going to put a, another special shout out to pun intended, the find of the lockdown, which is searching because <laughs> I love that film. And I'm sorry I forgot to put it in the top three. <laughs> But <laughs> it's something that I never find. <laughs> what a tune that is. Hey, that's it. That's what's playing. That's it. If I throw it out, boy. Uh, thank God you did that because I had none. <laughs> I could think of any song. <laughs> okay, though, man. So, um, what are we going to be doing? Uh, act a twist movie battle then? Yes, son of a bitch. <laughs> right, so. Random actor generator. Whoa! There's not a chance in God's earth that I'm, I'm, <laughs> that I'm gonna win. It's Peter O'Toole. <laughs> Jesus! I think this is gonna be as short as the Meryl Streep one. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> Do you want to toss a coin and tell the truth and what it lands on? Oh, are you calling it? Heads. Heads it is. This is a nightmare. Right. Peter O'Toole, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. He was in the Harry Potter films? I don't know. You... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything that he's ever been in. <laughs> I've got two that I know he was in. <laughs> Sammy, can you look up Peter O'Toole and see if he was in the Harry Potter movies? I am not. It's all happened again. Tell you it's the Meryl Streep all over again. That's what it was. It was meant to get the role of Dumbledore. Dumbledore? Right. Aye. Okay. Right. I, I'm sure he was in Stardust. Aye, he was in it, mate. Was he? Right, okay. Aye, right. Wait a minute to see if I've seen anything with this guy in it. <laughs> I mean, he's an all-time absolute... I, I, has he not got the record of most Oscar nominations without winning? The guy's a legend. I don't know. I don't think I've seen anything that he's been in. I was right, he is, I just read that there, He's, I was right, uh, eight Oscar nominations and never won. Right, well, that's my own bastard fault. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I go to a 9-5 lead, no, 9-6, 9-6 lead. 9-6, eh? Dylan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> right, Keezy. Sorry it took so long, man. Oh, no, it's fine, mate. Good Your to days. be back, but we'll get another one soon, eh? Aye, aye, definitely. We'll pick a year and we'll do it. Aye. Right, mate. 
Um, so, with that, we are out of time. <laughs> Catch you later, trips. <laughs>